Hello! Welcome back to That Buzzing Sound. This episode's gonna be a little bit different where I am pretty much going unscripted. I have a lot I have a lot of notes in front of me and because there was supposed to be an interview airing today, but the artist forgot about our appointment after I confirmed it the Monday before. So after 30 minutes, I emailed and he forgot he was in the studio, he was busy. I decided to call off the interview because I was just, I was, I felt kind of disrespected and Al Pacino and Jimmy Hoffa within the Irishman sort of way. I'm not a big fan of lateness. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth and I didn't want to have an interview where I wasn't feeling it and he was apologetic or like I just I don't want to be in that situation so nothing against the artist who will remain nameless but I just made the decision I don't want I don't want to put this podcast in I only want to do this with people who are engaged and they want to have a lively discussion about their art uh, the things that they love their passions and for the most part just the special connection of trying to push their music forward. I, I honestly don't know, but I walked away and moved on, and maybe down the road we'll talk, and, but, yeah. But usually when I do something like that, you know, being on my high horse, I get a reality check, which happened a few days ago on Friday, like, the interview, I postponed the interview, I think the f- last third, not two Thursdays ago, and... Last Friday, I forgot about an interview I scheduled for that Friday. One, I was stupid enough to do it on New Music Friday, which is always the most busiest day of my week. And I forgot and I felt so bad. (laughs) So we rescheduled for uh, this Thursday. So that will be the next interview that you will hear uh, next Tuesday. And again, I'm trying to stay back in the groove. I really took a long break from uh, recording and doing this podcast during the quarantine like I, I originally assumed that it was going to be a great time to record because everyone would be home, everyone would be working on their art. But after April, which was when the last series aired, I got really depressed and my mental health took a, a, a nosedive, surprisingly, uh, because it was after my father's birthday and my health was not like, like my hand, my hands were like really hurting. Uh, I was having a lot of stomach issues, like, it just, like, I was not feeling good, which allowed me to step back, and I just was just like, let me just take a break for a few months and try to re-engage this podcast, because, like, I want this to be fun, I want this to be a living capture of my life right now, uh, musically and otherwise, and a lot of these, like, reviews and these, uh, criticisms and these interviews like I want them to feel energetic like I want to have enough energy to portray that way you guys enjoy listening because if I'm just like forcing myself to do things I'm not it doesn't come off very good so I I appreciate the patience I like this fact that this is a series two I like this is season two of the podcast because I learned a lot from the first six episodes I learned that writing is very part of my strong point and doing this off the top of my head and riffing is something I really need to work on so that's what I'm going to try to do with these non-interview episodes of just me just ranting like I did on the first couple episodes Um, but I do have little notes and I have a little treatment but yeah like uh, I've been relaxing but I've been really wanting to put out a podcast like during that time period I was just like oh what's the next episode gonna be what's the next series gonna be and a few weeks ago like almost a month ago I just decided to just go full speed and invite a bunch of artists 
see if they were down to talk and a lot of them got back to me with positives and said let's let's chat so like august like i'm i I have booked an interview almost every week so expect a lot more of those uh interviews to be coming down your way but yeah i was i was exhausted i was mentally sad i had lost my like the uh, the the heartbreak of losing my father especially at like father's like april happened which was his birthday and i was like it started kicking in towards the end of april uh into may and then father's day hit and that's when i got really depressed um so i just i've just been taking a step back and just working on just trying to put the website up and you guys have been enjoying it you guys have been checking out the artists have loved it um people love the spotify playlist especially but yeah like we're breaking records we just passed 400 likes on facebook which i consider a dead medium (laughs) uh twitter the numbers are going down but like a lot of those are just spam accounts that had followed me like back during the late night days so i'm not a big fan like but the people who are staying around and are interacting i wish there was more interaction on the twitter side i wish there was some interaction because i would really like to hear from you guys like i'm everyone's kind of been a ghost and they've just been staring through the window and that's fine i'm okay with that because it just makes me feel like i'm dancing by myself the the views have been consistent the past couple weeks have been really good it seems like people have gotten back to work and back to their flow with this great global bass but like i've been playing a lot more video games with the hometown click i've been working out again i went back to hardcore fitness uh i've become obsessed with pokemon go after being obsessed with pokemon sword and shield and my nintendo switch and um yeah like the shiny counts in pokemon go have really surprised me like i like i've only been playing for like two weeks and i have like close to 20 shiny special pokemon and it's been a lot of fun, and I don't foresee me stopping because the only reason why I stopped uh, in 2016 is because the app destroyed my phone. Uh, my iPhone had been like towards the end of its life, and it basically put it out the pasture, and it exploded. Like it literally, like the battery like expanded, and like it was, it was, it was surprising. And I had to go to an Apple store late night after work on like a thursday like wednesday thursday and i had to spend six hundred dollars to buy a new phone and that one lasted up until about a year ago until uh it got dry cleaned so now i have an android and loving it because the the app works great uh the battery life is amazing uh i have never just the the camera's kind of disappointing and coming from if you guys have been following along on my music journey a camera phone is basically how i capture captured almost everything from like 2013 to 2018 so the camera's not good especially in the in the low light situations but i do have the iphone uh, my pop's iphone which i can take out the show so i'm not worried uh, especially for the videos because that's why i used to shoot the um the bootleg show back in april of 2018 for the most part like especially the videos on our youtube which all these podcasts are on youtube now which is fantastic <laughs> i learned how to do it so it's it sure it takes away from the anchor fm and the spotify and the apple but if i can gain an audience over there because youtube has always been good to me because back in my early days whenever i shot concert videos or wrote a concert review i would put the review with the youtube video and like it would get picked up like almost immediately because i would just do it like the, the weekend of like prez hilton grabbed one of the videos one back in the day like it was very like my turnaround rate and my view count for the for gorilla nights and the old board for music youtube really helped that so ignoring that medium for so long has been something that i've been trying to get back into and now 
the podcast is up there. And if worse comes to worse and this all uh, fades away in a few months and I just decide not to do it anymore, it will live forever until YouTube goes away, which is great. I just hope that, yeah, a lot of this stuff sticks around. I think all my MySpace blogs and, and timeline and my top eight are still there. I remember I logged in like two years or three years ago and it was a completely different place, but a lot of that stuff was gone. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. <laughs> But no, yeah, working on season two of this podcast, I really wanted to do ten artists. Nine artists because that's the normal trend for the website. A showcase of nine artists every day, besides the weekend. And then a trending post because everything can stay on the front of the the homepage, because I only have ten articles on the homepage. And a lot of people think my website is very basic and very, like, unprofessional, but... I like the look of it. I like the fact that you can go on to my website, to that buzzingsound.com, shameless plug, and look at everything and listen to everything on the front page. Like every time I go to someone else's like webpage, like Vents or the mainstream sites, it's it's like all these like little blurbs and I get it, they're trying to get clicks, they're trying to get advertisement, but it takes me and then you have to scroll all the way to the bottom of the page just to listen to the song. So like you read all this stuff and it just doesn't it's like, can I just listen to the music? I'm I'm from the MTV background. That's the reason why a lot of people get angry at me. <laughs> I'm just from the MTV men- mindset where like, if I turn it on, I want to listen to something. And you hear a song, and you go, I like it. If you don't like it, you move on. That's why the Spotify playlist has been fantastic. So, anyway. Um, but, yeah, the site's been doing great. It's been very consistent and steady, and that's all. I, but, like, the page views have gone up. So I thank you for that. Uh, also, like, the how long you guys are staying on the page have been fantastic. The podcast really helps out with that because you guys get to listen for a little bit. And I just, again, I have all the praise in the world. Thank you for sticking around with us and me for this because it's basically been <laughs> Um, for as long as we have because again we're nearing our second year anniversary in September since the new format happened and I got kicked off Tumblr again I'm so I'm so happy you like coming to this desk every day has been again a pleasure even though when you're listening to this I will be at the beach enjoying myself but when I get back home I will be pre-taping for Wednesday and again I like the I like how there's music in the morning and you guys are in, able to enjoy it throughout the rest of the day and but yeah just going down the list uh, I I've been listening to, like, it's been a few months and I've been listening to a bunch of stuff and seen a lot of movies. Um, I've been listening to a lot of hip-hop and, like, electronic retrowave, like, synthwave. Um, I shared Jesse Fry's Kiss Me in the Rain over the weekend on the, during the Spotlight Sessions on Saturday, and I've been digging it. Even though it's paced weirdly, there's, like, moments where I think the beat should have came in. Like, it's it's a very... There's something off at times, but, like, halfway through the record it gets really good, especially with, like, the features. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of retrowave electronic synth, which is strange because normally I'm listening to a variety of different things, but like it's just been like electronic beats, BPM at high rates, and I've been digging it. Uh, I also like the new DaBaby that dropped today, the Peephole track, and he's probably going to be when Spotify has everything said and done come Christmas, and they say by the end of the year they say, hey. What artist do you listen to the most? It's gonna be the baby for me. And this deluxe edition of Blame It On Baby, that's probably gonna be in the, the high tens of my entertainment of my favorite albums of the year because it's re- been very therapeutic listening to his music, which is strange. Um, also like the new Drake stuff, I've been listening to a lot of old Drake tracks, which I feel bad because every time Spotify does the top artist of the year for a listener, it, like Drake has been on the top every year since I've been doing it. Which again, like, I know I know there's other albums that came out, but like there's something very comforting about his music. And the DJ Khaled stuff, even though like I don't like the I don't like the track that sounds like the weekend. But Pop Stars I really like. 
because it's just him. It sounds like Drake's just having a lot of fun. Um, run the Jewels Four a lot. I think it's. Uh, I think that will be like a top five favorite albums of the year. I, I love the music that LP and Killer Mike put, have put together, and seeing them live is the energy is just indescribable. And once we get back to the festival age, I hope they are at every festival again for the next thirty years. I also listen to. I think it's Kane, uh, the Reaper. You can see the little thumbnail on, on the right. I haven't updated any of my thumbnails yet, but I have like the futures record. Uh, but Kane's the Reaper. He has I, when I when I shared him on the website, I was surprised at how much he sounded like Kendrick. And the record absolutely is just like stylistically just trying to tap on the veins of Kendrick Lamar. But like you can sense that he's like channeling and interpreting it in like a completely different way and i i give it a thumbs up again i basically like giving things thumbs up thumbs down when it comes to ratings so run the jewels thumbs up uh kane the reaper thumbs up the future islands track uh that dropped really made me sad again that came during the towards the tail end my depressing side like listening to that i think i almost cried for like a good four minutes because Pop was the one that got me into Future Islands when he came back from South by Southwest in 2014. Came back with the record and he says, I saw this amazing band and I recorded it and they like they just had this energy. And I was like, oh cool. And I saw them twice uh, by the end of the, that 2014. And he was right. And I listened to, again, the singles is still one of my favorite records of uh, the past decade, probably all time. And I can't wait to hear their new shit. So again, staying on the rap, uh, tip I, I really did like Logic because I'm not I haven't never been a huge fan of Logic it's, I like the Bobby Tarantino 2 mixtape and that's pretty much it so far um, but this record really changed me because like he he tapped on influences that I like like the Samurai like I love it how he's like making references to Sh- Samurai Champloo Cowboy Bebop like just that lo-fi hip-hop um, the beats are great and no ID really makes the thing and Logic has always been a very high-powered lyricist even though a lot of people prefer the more introspective i like again bobby tarantino having fun just doing and yeah again like it's fine i give it a thumbs up i don't know where it'll land on the countdown but uh, i was i was pleasantly surprised and taylor swift's folklore was very lovely it is the record that i uh, i'm actually listening to it as i'm speaking to you right now um it's it's one of her best records in the past since speak now probably i don't know that it's a more uh, you i i like red taylor swift and this gets me closer to that red taylor swift and, and again like like taylor swift on the hunger game soundtrack with the civil wars is my favorite version of taylor swift and i finally got like a whole record with that so I, there's no, like, like I listened to it the first night and I merely said, this is a fantastic record. I give it a thumbs up. And same can be said for Phoebe Bridgers, The Punisher, or Punisher. She, she's a dynamite. I give that a thumbs up. Uh, Lori Mc, McKenna, The Ballader, love that. Thumbs up. Some Girl Named Anna, 2122, thumbs up. Uh, I was listening to Neck Deep, All Distortions Are Intentional, uh, which is a new rock album that they dropped, uh, and I play, I would play that at the beach last Tuesday, and I loved it, because it has like a real like punk rock, early 2000s type vibe, and I I totally mess with that, so I gave that one uh, a thumbs up. I was very indifferent with uh, Hiam. The album's fine. It's not really there. I I don't really feel like it's speaking to me. Same with Jesse Wears. What's your pleasure? I thought I liked it after the first listen, and then I listened to it a second time, and I just didn't wasn't feeling it. Uh, I haven't got to the chicks yet. I look forward to Gaslighter. I've listened to like a bunch of throwbacks of like My Chemical Romance Danger Days 
because everyone kept talking about the Umbrella Academy season two. And, you know, I just, I, there's nothing like listening to My Chemical Romance 10 years after the album came out, because I still love it. But yeah, I'm excited for the cam record about to come out, the Metallica, Brent Cobb, the new Sufin, Idols, and yeah, I'm just curious if you have anything that you're really looking forward to. Music-wise, it, it's, it's been very weird. My, my style has really just been, like, all over the place. Yeah, but everything on the website I love, and I look forward to, like, um, one of the records I really love is the interview coming up on Thursday. So you'll hear about that record next Tuesday, hopefully, if I don't forget. Um, that EP is really awesome, and I can't wait to share it, because it has, like, a Sanjay Lurke-type vibe. But I will tell you all about that next Tuesday, because that's when the next episode will be out. I did watch uh, Hamill Film, uh, the Hamilton Broadway show on Disney Plus uh, for, I watched it first day and I watched it three times in the first day and I had seen the play and as you guys know if you look at the sidebar and you see uh, my favorite albums of the past decade, Hamilton's on as number two. I had seen the the play here uh, in LA at the Pantages. I was obsessed with the play back in 2016. You should know the story. I know every single word <laughs> for the most part. My favorite song is Nonstop, and then everything, like everything in between. Seeing the original cast perform it in these very cool stylized visuals is something that I feel like a lot of plays are gonna do from now on, especially when with this uh, global bastard going around. That 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 cast was magic. The performances were magic. The lyrics are are magic, and just capturing that visually it's a shame that they can't get like a best picture nomination and it's a shame but it's it was it was a moment of time the only thing i hit like that never really hit me was the gasp at the end that eliza does and it really hit me in during the screening because i like i even though i had seen the film and i listened to the soundtrack i don't think there's a gasp at the end of the soundtrack so i never really connected with me and then at the pantages i was like already ready to, to jump into the car like we were like ready to get out but like hearing the like feeling the gasp from my couch stunned me because I was just like, what is that? And uh, there's a lot of interpretations and there's a lot of uh, theories of and it, of of that and you can watch on YouTube. But I really do feel like she she sees us in the crowd and there's a, and she sees the legacy of of what happened, uh, the legacy that she helped build. That's that's why I feel like that's my interpretation is and that's that's what I took away with it. I did. Uh, I've only watched clips of. Black is King, the new Beyonce film, also on Disney+. Plus. This is not an advertisement, I just... It's one of the streaming apps that we watch a lot, like I've been watching a lot of DuckTales, uh, because I've, I have the mind of a child right now. <laughs> Uh, that's what uh, tragedy has brought to me. Is I've reverted back to my childhood uh, happy happy things like Pokemon and Ducktales. Um, now I've only watched and I watched the music video that I shared last Friday, and it is extravagant. It is very Beyonce. There's probably a lot to love. Again, I'm not really the audience, um, but again, she is the queen for a reason, and I have nothing but respect for Beyonce. And that's all I'll say. Um, I do love Lemonade. I remember when Lemonade came on, I think it was HBO? And it premiered, or was it Showtime? No, I think it was HBO. And I watched it like at like 3 o'clock in the morning because they like replayed it all night. That film was just wonderful. The vid, like, sorry, sorry was great. I don't, was it, I don't love you like I love you? Like, there, like, that, that was a moment. This one, I gotta go back and listen to it. And, like, I, I was surprised that they didn't have the cast of the Lion King, like Donald Glover, 
I would have loved to see him uh, play the roles of some of the, the dancers, but I understand why they did it. And again, it, it, it's more of a interpretation and and a and a um, abstract take on things. But still, I think it would have been cooler if they had like like. But she has never like even in Lemonade. They didn't have all like they didn't have the weekend. They didn't have Kendrick. They didn't have. I don't think they had. I don't think they had Jack White. I think it was again. It's more of her story. She's telling the story. And they're like the the muses and the chorus behind, which again, it's how you, it's how one sees art. And again, like I love the the visual music video, the music video film that because I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. Like I own Remember the Time on VHS. Like <laughs> I have I have all that all that stuff. Like Smooth Criminal is by far one of the coolest music videos ever, and it's like 25 minutes with the whole movie. Ah. I remember watching that on MTV. Again, I'm glad that a Virgo is continuing the the Virgo's uh, music video legacy. Yeah, we're in we're in August and we're going to uh, we're in the age of Leo. But I am gonna watch Black as King because I again I just haven't been in the right mindset. Yet. Um, and I think that's about it. I did watch Palm Springs, loved it. I gave it a five out of five. It was my type of quirky movie. It really it really connected with me because I just I thought it was quirky, humorous, and I'm actually looking at my phone right now to see what else other movies had come out. Hold for stupidity. Yeah, the Eurovision film, Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. Uh, I actually liked it. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Rachel McAdams was so wonderful in that role. Pierce Brosnan was great too. Uh, Will Ferrell. It's always hard for me to just go not just go. Oh, that's Will Ferrell, unless he's in the the Ron Burgundy outfit. But Fire Saga. I totally got behind it. Dan Stevens was fantastic and funny. It's cheesy, but it's really a story just about your dreams and and family. And I laughed my ass off. I think that's about it. Again, thanks for listening. It's about 30 minutes right now of court time. Um, McAteer was fantastic. Go listen to his record. Go listen to the podcast. And then we have another interview booked for this week, which will be edited. And next Tuesday, you will hear that. Basically, this has just been a giant advertisement. Go check out the next episodes of the podcast. Um, I want to do this more often. I want to feel less. I want to do more shoot from the hip type things because writing has destroyed my hands. But this is just notes that I'm just shooting off. It's funny that I haven't spoke spoken to any U.S. artists yet. Like it's been Canada. The one that uh, that I turned down was Sweden. <laughs> The next one's Canada, uh, New Zealand. I will get to America. I will get to artists in here in LA. But I just like, uh, it's interesting to hear the world's perspective, especially on the global bastard, especially on the, how it is to be an artist overseas. Cause like them trying to break into a Hollywood market is, is it's them chasing their dreams from across the sea. And I've been a huge supporter of that since we started because that's a lot of the emails I get are from the UK, from Dublin, uh, from London, from Bristol, from Leeds, from France, from Germany. They they want to be heard, heard with uh, SoCal ears. And I'm here, I'm all, I'm all here for it. I just, I, I want to present good music and good content. And I will much, I will talk to anyone from anywhere. And if you are interested, just, Hit me up, hit me up on the email, and we will get there. And then I think, I think that's all. That's everything that's been in my head. And if you like this format, cool. If you don't, don't worry. Next episode will probably be ten times better, and I hope it is. 
because uh, again this is just a short what's up it's only about after I get done editing it it might only be about 20 minutes <laughs> but yeah again uh, I think I'm gonna pat it out with some music because uh, I was gonna do a Father's Day episode of the podcast that played my father my father's uh, music that he made between 2012 and 2014 uh, he called all these CDs the A-Town sessions I'm, I'm probably gonna present a cut to end this episode that's a little bit different and I have not used it for a background song I love the, the music that you're hearing behind me right now the piano guitar th- combo it always makes me cry every time where i introduce i finish up talking once i move into the interview that little break when the music swells i, I always tear up not because i just said something powerful but it's just like i it's the power of his uh, musical soul that touches me before we get into talking to some soul he wanted to be a musician and he ran a studio in north hollywood he turned our our bottom floor of our house into a studio i have all the studio equipment after he passed and i don't want that like as long as i'm going to be doing this like i don't know what's going to happen in the next few months i might go back to work the world might magically correct itself or i find success doing this but right now i'm I, I can do anything in my I have I have his his art that will live forever as long as I keep playing it and that's what I intend to do so I hope you enjoy what you hear next stay safe thanks for listening thank you for being a part of this and I am eternally grateful for you just tuning in listening to me chat and if you have anything to say let me know if you have any new songs if you guys have any recommendations put them in the comments below Send them up uh, to the email, and I'm, I'm here ready to listen. Just stay safe. Wear a mask. Please vote in November. Please vote early if you can, because the United States Postal Service, which I used to work at, believe it or not, I did a small, uh, very short-lived, it's not like really an internship, but like a temp job during Christmas. So I am technically an alumni of the Postal Service, if you, if you like to split, if I like to swing it that way. But yeah, that was one of my, I think it was like my third job. We must protect these institutions. We must, we must vote. Otherwise, this world will not change and we will not get through this. So please, whether you don't, just don't vote for Harambe. Please don't, don't, don't vote for Kanye. Use some common sense. Don't fall into the pitfall of being a meme. Use your voice. It means more now than it ever has in our lifetime. You're amazing. Thank you for listening. Enjoy music from a ghost. I will see you next time on That Buzzing Sound.
This episode of That Buzz and Sound was recorded and edited using a variety of free applications like Audacity and Discord, and is available on such streaming platforms as Spotify, Apple Music, while being fully hosted on Anchor FM.